Welcome to the Business Blast Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. This episode is brought to you by Authors Unite. Authors Unite makes the process of becoming a published best-selling author as simple as sipping your morning cup of coffee. You can learn more about Authors Unite at AuthorsUnite.com. Now, let's jump into the episode. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. Um, Today we have James Ranson. He's the author of Don't Write a Crappy Book. So welcome to the show, man. Hey, happy to be here. Awesome, brother. Yeah, so uh, for everybody listening, this will be a little bit of a different episode than you're used to. Um, I just wanted to have James on. Uh, We've been working together for uh, many years now, and he just put out this book called Don't Write a Crappy Book, and I think it has... Uh, a really good message, um, and he interviewed. I'm one of the people he interviewed um, to give insights for the book and many others. So, uh, I guess you know, first question uh, for you, James, is like, what what are some of like the top things people will learn um, from reading this book? So, this book has 17 different mistakes in it that uh, authors make without knowing that they're making. And the, the idea of the book is to examine these mistakes in detail so that if you are looking to write a book for your business, you can learn some of the things that you might be set up to do that will hurt your book without even realizing that you're set up to do them. And then you can avoid and counter them or defeat them if you already started doing them so that you can, instead of just writing any old random book that actually isn't going to help your business very much, you can write a solid, reliable, high-quality book that you'll be able to leverage to grow your business for years to come. Got it. Okay. And, uh, you know, you don't have to give us all 17, you know, we, we want a little, <laughs> we, we want a little mystery here, but what were some of like the, the top things, uh, maybe to watch out for like top three, maybe. Okay. So the, the number one thing that came up as I talked to different people about this book was actually not making an outline. And that was a little surprising. I knew that would be high, but I didn't know it would necessarily be number one. And every single person I spoke to, Name that as the number one thing to to avoid. Make sure if you're going to write a book that you make the most detailed outline that you can so that you know what you're going to say uh, before you actually sit down and start writing. That saves you from having to think about what you're writing while you're writing it. Well, that, that gets super confusing. It makes it a lot easier to combat writer's block. And most importantly, it makes it a lot more straightforward to build in your audience connection as you're writing the book. So you don't have to think about, all right, first I'm going to write this book and then I'm going to try to connect it to my audience. You actually get to do those things at the same time. Hmm. Okay. And what's, uh, so that was the number one. And then is that number one? Couple uh, number two is not working with a great editor. And, and I have a bias towards this one because I am an editor, but I, I was, I was gratified to see that I wasn't the only person who felt that way. Uh, there is a lot of, hesitation in on the part of many business authors today around letting go of some of the control of their text to let an editor work on it. There's some fear, there's some ego, there's some sense of, hey, I just put in all this work, why can't I just be done already? And really the, the issue here is as authors, as good as we are at running our business and as passionate as we are about our topics, we are just too close to the writing we do to know what it needs to become the absolute best it can be. And that is where a really good editor comes in uh, to help you because they don't, they don't just do what you've already done. They actually start where you finish and they take the book further 
than you could have done by yourself. Yeah, and I'll, I'll chime in there. I couldn't agree more. I always tell a lot of my clients this. Like, you know, editing is definitely, I'll say, I mean, and it depends on how much editing you need. It's, it, I wouldn't say it's a small investment, but I, I do believe it's a necessary one. Um, mm-hmm. Because, and, and that's what's interesting about what you said there is it's like, you know, people put a ton of work into writing their book. And then when it comes to the editing, they're like, well, you know, can I be done now? And, you know, I kind of think of it like in the opposite way where it's like, yeah, now that you put in all that work, like you need, it would be like silly to not invest in a good editor. Um, and I think it's because a lot of people are just unaware of how like pivotal it is to have uh, a good editor. Like I can speak to my first book, um, just, uh, and you, you know her, Sarah Stibbets. Um, yep. she edited it and it, we would, it's like a completely <laughs> different book. Like it is like, Literally, it's not the same book. Like, if I had published it without her editing, it would have been terrible. <laughs> like, yep. so exactly, it, it's just so important. I think people listening now, if you are interested in in doing your own book, like it is, I'm talking like a hundred percent difference um, of how much like better your book will be with with the right editor. So, hmm. um, and then yeah, and there's so, a little bit of a there's a little bit of a leap of faith there, and I totally get that there's a leap of faith there, but trust me here. If you find an editor that's a really good fit for you and that can give you the kind of work, give your book the kind of work that it really needs, you will end up with a manuscript where you're saying, I had no idea that this could even be as good as it is. And that is the feeling you want. That's like winning the lottery in, in, in book form. That's what you want. Yeah. And it changes the whole like way of how you market it. Like if you're unsure of like the value of your book or like worried or like you don't, let's say maybe get a good editor, then you probably won't be like shouting at the top of roof, uh, rooftops telling everybody about it. Right. Because you're like uncertain. Whereas I can say like after I had Sarah edit my book, like that was, I like realized I was like, she transformed this thing. I was like, yes, like now I'm proud to tell everybody about it. So it it changes how you market. But um, so yeah, and then go ahead. I think there was another one you were going to share. So the the other one that I want to share is is a little bit more of a personal favorite. It's uh, the mistake is just being in a big damn hurry. And I know that a lot of the voices in the self-publishing and book creation industry today are pushing, you know, write the book as fast as possible, write it in you know, in 90 days, in 60 days, in a week, in, in a weekend, in, you know, three hours talking into a voice recorder or whatever. And what I want to, what I really want to caution uh, you guys listening to this about that is the faster you try to do something, the more mistakes you're going to make while you do it. And the less quality is actually going to be involved in the final product that you have. Uh, taking shortcuts in time, it all, always costs more in the long run. The more, the faster you want to go, the more you're going to have to slow down. So, um, I would say, not only don't be in a big hurry to write the book, uh, also don't be in a big hurry to edit the book and publish it. You are you are really shooting yourself in the foot before you start running a marathon because the book is not the marathon. The marathon is everything that happens after the book comes out, where you use the book to grow your business. Mm-hmm. So, if you put in enough time. To make a quality book before that, you'll be able to run the marathon of using the book to grow your business. And if you hurry and rush through it, you won't. Awesome, man. And uh, so, yeah, for everybody listening, um, it is, it's called Don't Write a Crappy Book uh, by James Ranson. And you can get it on Amazon. And just before we let you, uh, let you go, James, is there anything else, like any final tip or anything else you'd like to share with the audience? 
So there are really three ways to write an amazing book, and, and I've alluded to a couple of them here. But the first one is to write a book that you are just really, really proud of. Like Actually, like Tyler was saying, that you are just so happy with how this book turned out that you just want to shout it from the rooftops. The second one is to make sure that that's connected to your audience. And the way that you do that is by knowing who your audience is and what they want and how to write to those things. And then the third thing, as we were talking about with the editor, is to just get good professional help to help you write the book in the best way possible and get it to the highest level it can. You do those three things, you'll have a fantastic book that you can rely on for the next five years. Awesome. And thank you again for coming on. And for everybody listening, like I said, you can get it on Amazon. I'll also put the link in the show notes um, as well. And thanks again for coming on, man. My pleasure. Talk to you next time.